Welcome to Love Wild. I'm Andrew May. And I'm Katie May. We are a community that explores how to love wild and live free. We are here today to talk about true spirituality. We're here to shoot the shit and be real. If that sounds like something you're into, let's go. spirituality yep can i sing my song sure go for it let's get spiritual spiritual come on let's get spiritual i don't know why i just that's a take on let's get physical had to go there it just kept coming to my mind she just kept singing it and wouldn't stop okay true spirituality so i i love this because i feel like there's been quite a bit of time from our deconstruction, you know, those were like first, what, 10 episodes of this podcast. We talked about our deconstruction from Christianity. I I think it was like 15 or 16. We alluded to it before then. And I think around like 15, 16 was when we actually did our deconstruction stories. So yeah, just to give new folks context, if you haven't listened to like our early days, we have episodes going back to the beginning, essentially, of this podcast, talking about Andrew and I's deconstruction from Christianity. And so I love circling back to this topic around spirituality because I feel like it's been, what, three, four, five years since we stopped going to church and kind of deconstructed our Christian faith. I, time is so irrelevant to me anymore. I don't really know. I think know. it's about five. Yeah. I think it was like 2018 maybe. Yeah. So we've both been on different paths and in reclamation of our spiritual selves and connection to what we would define as spirituality. So I think it's an interesting topic to circle back to. So mm-hmm. how, I've really, because we, I think, come to spirituality and maybe some, maybe we'll find more commonalities today than I think, but (laughs) I think we come to it from very different lenses. And my lens of spirituality has been, why are you nodding your head like that? I'm nodding my head because I had a thought. (laughs) I didn't want to interrupt you. I didn't want to interrupt you, but it's a good, just quick thought. <laughs> Go for it. I want I want people to understand that when you leave Christianity or you leave any re- religion, there's a giant vacuum. There's a giant hole. Mm. And so maybe we will see differences of how you filled that hole or you filled the void and how I am filling that void. That's all. Oh, continue. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I will say like it took me a while to figure out what to do to feel connected to what I now call the sacred. It took me a long time to figure out like how to really plug back into that because there was a lot of shame, fear. There was fear for us. There probably still is fear for us. (laughs) There was a lot of expectations that we had to shed around that around spirituality, religion, dogma. And I think there's still healing that I'm finding along the way too. But Mm -hmm. it took me a while to kind of figure out how to even dance with this open landscape, essentially, (laughs) of Mm -hmm. what what do you want to believe in? How do you want to connect with spirit? How do you want to 
think about faith and trust and universe and God and goddess and source and all the things. Like, how do you want to do that? And I essentially had like all the freedom in the world to explore that. And I think for me, spirituality, if, I mean, I could talk about this forever, but if I have to boil it down to like one definition, which is really hard to do, I would say for me, spirituality is the connection to myself within and also something greater than myself. Mm -hmm. And how do I create meaning and purpose in my life, both within and on a bigger scale? Yeah. Yeah. I like that definition. So what does that look like in practice for you? So for me, I mean, I've really explored more into like the mystical lands, the mystery, the more into connection. I mean, I feel like we've always been connected to like nature and earth, but really understanding like all of these different medicines that are available to us as an integration of spirit, you know, our bodies are a vessel to hold us as a soul, as a and, and as a spirit in our nature, our essence and earth is the earth is then holding us. And so nature has become a big part of my spirituality um, connection to higher energy. So for me, I work with the Akashic records, which is basically like the journey of our souls and like really can connect us in my practice, at least of it to this higher view, to this higher energy. I work with Oracle cards and tarot cards, which to me is more just a reflection of messaging from that higher energy and ways for them to speak to us. Just like nature, nature speaks to me, birds speak to me, trees speak to me, water speaks to me, fire speaks to me. Like, Mm -hmm. so just I think finding ways to really connect to things beyond the mundane. Mm hmm. And the more, and actually I crave more and more to live in the weaving of that. Not like, cause I feel like when I was a Christian, it was like meant to be woven, but it was very much like you go to church on Sunday and then you kind of like do your life. Mm-hmm. To me, spirituality is, is a part of us. Like we can't really separate ourselves from it because it is us. It breathes with us. It moves with us. And the more we connect to it, the more fluid it becomes. Yes. Yes. I think, tell me about you. Well, I think that we can, I want to just make a point real quick and then I'll, I'll get into what I think true spirituality is. I think we can make the mistake of thinking that there is no value in religion. Like if you're outside of religion thinking, oh, there's no value in religion, period. Uh, it's toxic, it's whatever. Or to the counter, if you are within a specific religion, I think there there can be the tendency to think that there's no value outside of your specific religion or spiritual views. But I, I think that it all can, um, it all has potential value. Mm-hmm. Some of it can be destructive. Some of it can be just not for you, but Uh, I would love for with our discussion and for with anybody who's listening to have that type of mindset towards, you know, whether you're on one side of the coin or the other, just realizing that the other side has value. Uh, I think that, you know, even politically, we could, you know, learn a a bit from that. 
that messaging there, it's like both sides have value. Let's, let's see what the other side has to say, or let's, let's actually listen for a second. Um, so yeah, I, I, I like your definition quite a bit and it's similar to, to what mine is and having to do with connection. Uh, yeah, my definition, I guess, of like true spirituality for myself is letting go and connecting. And that's just the very simple, that's it. It's letting go of, you know, your ego or letting go of distractions, letting go of, you know, whatever it is, letting go of your roles as a a father or a spouse or, or whatever. It's letting go of lots of those things and just simply connecting. Mm. It's like you said, connecting to yourself, connecting to a higher entity. Uh, I think like, and, and I will say that I did that as a Christian. I definitely had these moments where I just remember letting go, not caring what anybody thought and really just praising Jesus. And I think that that was true spirituality. I I feel like I had a conversation with my younger sister a few years back where she was like, you know, like those moments for you, were they just like not real? And I was like, yeah, it was like, I just kind of tossed them aside as like, yeah, that was bullshit. Like that was just me being, um, you know, stuck in a, a mindset and I don't think that that's true. Actually, I don't know that I gave those moments enough validity because Mm -hmm. I think I just wanted to distance myself from them. Like, yeah, like that's not me. That's not who I am. That's not how I see the world. Uh, So how could I have possibly, how could that have possibly been a real experience for me? But it was, Uh, there were moments like we went to some weird church where it was very, um, charismatic, charismatic. And we were, we were looking for a new experience. And I remember like us just like throwing our hands up and (laughs) getting, getting kind of kinky and weird and, and little woo woo. I went to, I remember in the name of Jesus, I remember going to a, it was like a conference type thing and songs of water was playing there. Jonathan Helser was playing and I was going with my buddy, Andy black And we got like real in the weeds on the spiritual, just like, just like, like touching your chest and like doing what all the charismatic people do and like yelling, like, it doesn't matter. Make a joyful noise to the Lord. You could like, ah, (laughs) you know, Mm. like, and I remember telling you about it and just feeling like you didn't get it. I was terrified. What's Yeah. You're like, (laughs) Oh God, he's going off the deep end. This is fucking weird. But I I would say that that experience, too, was genuine Mm -hmm. for that Andrew in that moment in time. So I I just for myself want to just not discount those those things that are spiritual moments that I've had within Christianity or or outside of Christianity. I've had a lot of beautiful moments outside of Christianity. So what does my current true spirituality look like? I think that like in the way that you've leaned into the, the moon, the card decks, the uh, Akashic records, those sorts of things I've leaned into like a manifestation that's a little more physical. So for me, like the sauna, we, we joked about it maybe last week even, or two weeks ago where it was like 
the sun is my church. And it really feels like I am just drawn to it. Mm-hmm. I'll spend 20 to 30 minutes in there and just get in a real headspace. And it's exactly what my definition of true spirituality is. It's letting go. I, I just like let go of thoughts of whatever is, you know, stressing me out and I'm bringing a stress onto my body, but it's a good stress, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, it's the heat. It's kind of stressing my body out, but it helps me to just let go of thoughts of worries of just pain. You know, like I'm able to sit into my physical form a little bit more, uh, and to just kind of connect. I, that's where I connected with my shadow, uh, mm. was in the sauna. And I've had moments in the sauna of just connecting to what is it? Like, what is the, this thing you're connecting to? I don't know that it matters, honestly. Mm. Like it's not Satan. I'll, I'll say that. Like, it's not, it's not some nefarious, negative, evil force. It's just something that's really beautiful and positive. Mm. And I think we get, as humans, I think we get so caught up on defining it. Well, it's God or it's Jesus or it's uh source or it's whatever. Like I don't have to label it. It's just like a, it's not really a feeling. It's a state of being. So spirituality for me is this state of being mm. whatever, you know, sometimes it's sad. It's a state of being sad, but like in a real uh, connected place with the sadness or sometimes it's being joyful and being really connected to that. So that's, that's Mm -hmm. kind of a long winded way of saying what my uh, spirituality currently looks like. Yeah. The word reverent comes to me, which I think even some of those words, like I've had to really reclaim because Mm -hmm. like you hear them and you're like, like reverence, sanctuary, like, um, what are some of the, I know we've said some of the other words before, but uh, I used one last night, repent, like, yeah, repent. Like, I, I think that's a great word. Actually. It just feels very, there's so much that associations that we have with those words. Yeah. And so I think what I've had to do with words and even songs and even like connection to Jesus, I've had to untangle the parts of it that have been woven into the dogma of it and really reclaim it for myself and, and create a relationship with it that makes sense to me, not what somebody says it should be. And I think for me, spirituality has looked a lot more like weaving the not because I feel like in Christianity, especially it's very masculine. It's very Jesus and God, the father, like where is the mother and the softness and the feminine? And so the more I've kind of learned and studied and I've found some mentors that teach on this, understanding where in some of the patriarchal transition in Christianity, a lot of the feminine was lost. It was not really honored, even down to like Mary Magdalene and her role in Jesus's mission and relationship and um, the softness that she brings and Mother Mary. And, you know, just even being able to like honor that, you know, believe it or don't believe it. Like, like you said, like it's, it's an energy, it's a being, it's a like, 
is this going to help me love people better? Is this going to help me understand myself better? Is this going to unlock me in a way that I can be more free, be more connected to that state of being? And I think that's really what matters most, Mm -hmm. (laughs) not necessarily what we call it or how we get there, but can we be in that sacred energy? Mm -hmm. Can we allow it in? Can we, can we allow it to express or can we express it? Well, I mean, I say express through us, but maybe you look at it as like, I'm expressing it, you know, like, I don't know. That's where it can get a little funny, but I, I just feel like I've had to reclaim a lot of parts of Christianity and religion that felt really, um, I don't know the word dogmatic, I guess like, mm-hmm. and instead make it more fluid, more flowing, more. And as I've done that, I actually see like these threads, like weaving it all. And I'm like, Oh, like I see, like that makes sense. And it's also given me compassion to like understand like why people do choose religion as a sacred Mm -hmm. path, because it is when you get out into the nebulous openness (laughs) of the mystery, it is really nebulous. It is really hard to put word to it. It is really hard to understand. And so I think what religion has done, and I believe the attempt of it was to make the sacred understandable, to to bring those concepts more into people's knowing, mm-hmm. to to teach, to help guide people. I think where it gets off track is when it becomes so much the focus of this is the only way to do this Mm -hmm. that I start to get very uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because I feel like there's so many ways to work with the sacred. Yeah. Is there a yoga phrase that's like the sacred in me honors the sacred in you or something to that effect? Well, namaste is the light in me honors the light in you. Yeah, can yeah, can, can we, we just, just namaste? <laughs> yeah, can we? <laughs> I mean, I think that is like the meaning of the yogic path. <laughs> yeah, and I I think to expound upon that, it's like can can I honor the Jesus in the Christian? Can the Christian honor the sauna in you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or the whatever or the that moon in you or the or nameless the energy that you get from the moon or from the sun, you know, like, yeah. have you, I've had these conversations with a lot of times it's family where you will try to describe something that is spiritual and you'll say it. And there just feels like there's dead air. Like they can't remotely connect to what you're saying. And for me, it feels like one of the most like true things mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. I, I've done that on several occasions and felt like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, that fell we, flat. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> don't see eye to eye, but like, I just would love for us all to be able to honor that within others a bit more mm-hmm. to, to realize like, okay, they're not like me in the same way that like race, oh, they, they look different than me, but I can honor that they are human and that their life holds value. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love for us as just a society to be able to do that with 
religion as well or spirituality a bit more honoring the light in one another. Yeah. I mean, to me, if something isn't harmful to yourself or others, what does it matter that like, what does it matter that that brings somebody else joy or connection? Like, I think I've also learned from the deconstruction process that it's not about being right. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just not about being right. And I think in, at least in the lens that I, and and maybe this was just my own take on religion. (laughs) I felt so righteous to tell somebody else what they were doing wrong or right. Yeah. Because it wasn't the same belief as me and my belief was right. And I think as I've moved away from that very stringent view, again, whether it was, that was what was taught to me or that's just how I perceived it and took it in it's helped me to really understand how to coexist and love, like truly love people, like Mm -hmm. truly see people as humans and all of us having different journeys and experiences and lessons, right? Like your lessons are very different from my lessons and sure, maybe they cross, maybe they weave, maybe we're each in relationship for a reason because we're supposed to teach each other things. Mm -hmm. But I can't tell you what your journey is supposed to look like because it's not my journey. Mm-hmm. And so who am I to say, you know, that what you believe or how you're choosing to connect with your soul or your spirit or, or whatever God is wrong or right. Mm-hmm. Cause I can't. Yeah. And I would say that there are, there are Christians who don't fit that mold. We just found ourselves in a place of that righteousness or in a place of feeling like the, the rules were pre prescribed and they didn't really necessarily fit into how we actually felt about life. Even just the language of like someone being lost, Mm -hmm. lost sin, uh, and specific ones, homosexuality, uh, just various things that were like, this this is giving me pause. And as it gave us pause, it, I began to question more and more. And, you know, I do appreciate we have Christian friends who don't act that like they don't treat us like that. They don't mm-hmm. they're I, they're not trying to fix me. That's that was my biggest issue was feeling like I was broken and I needed fixing And that to me does a lot of damage like parentally or, uh, you know, within friendships, within spousal relationships, uh, just within like, what are they called? The groups, like where you get together with like Like a small group, small groups. Yeah. Uh, connect. Yeah. Yeah. Basically like they've got all sorts of names, but yeah, that those kind of made me feel disconnected from myself. Mm. Cause I just felt like, Oh, I'm, I'm never going to be good enough. Am I? And it, mm. it speaks to that inadequate man that we like, we talked about our shadows. That's, that's my shadow. I think it just really spoke to that inadequate man of like, yeah, you, you are sinful. You're lost. You're, you know, Yeah. I feel like we're like kind of relitigating a lot of what we've discussed before, but, uh, 
Well, I think it it gives context to how we've somewhat healed. I mean, I think there is always still going to be healing for me in certain ways around, especially in the world we live in, there feels to be more division and more. I think the more division there is, the more people are like grasping to their right belief or their like what they believe is right. Mm -hmm. And that feels really hard and sometimes really triggering to me. So I think I'm always going to be healing, but I think it helps to give context to like, where have we been to where we are now? Because many years have passed at this point. Mm -hmm. And yeah, go ahead. And it feels like we are in a softer place, but we still have baggage. That's funny because that's exactly what I was going to say when I was like kind of interrupting was I feel like the version of me now, what I just described as my spirituality, but also as like honoring other Christians is a much softer tone and version than fresh out of Christianity. Like that, that kind of, and maybe that's what I needed at the time was fuck this. I'm done. I'm out. Uh, it's all stupid, you know, like just very harsh language that doesn't really, it doesn't really honor the people who believe that or my experience that I had that held some value. Yeah. There was trauma and there was other things. I don't have to associate it all in a negative way. Mm -hmm. And so that's been my healing with that and with my own like spirituality now is learning that Christianity and growing up as a Christian was not the problem. Mm. The problem was the ways in which I was disconnected from myself and the ways in which I was experienced shame and experienced all these things that you can experience inside or outside of religion mm-hmm. or, or spirituality. Like you can be abused. You can be, uh, you can have all sorts of things happen to you, but I I think for me, the association with Christianity for such a long time was just very negative and Mm -hmm. it's been good and healthy, healthy to move away from that perspective because you're just, when you have such a negative outlook on things like that, it really just chains you down. It really Mm -hmm. is. If you hold hatred in your heart towards a thing, it really has more of a grasp on you than you think because you, you are giving that hate, like hateful energy is very exhausting. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I think I'm moving away to a place of not being so down on Jesus, Christianity and like all of it, but honoring it and also respecting and knowing my own boundaries with Mm -hmm. that. It's like, I don't have to dog it or dismiss it or be like, dude, that shit is dumb or any of that because that's not what I think. So yeah, my thoughts on it were that's going to help me (laughs) like saying this is stupid. It's going to help me disassociate from this, 16, I don't know, 25 year, however long relationship that I had with this thing. It was pretty much all I knew. Right. So it's like, 
Yeah. It's like, if you have a divorce or you like a really bad breakup, Oh, she's stupid. Like she's dumb. Right. But we never had fun together. She was the worst. Uh, but that's not true. Right. So like, can you honor the parts of that experience that, and I think it took a while to, like you said, to get to that point, like mm-hmm. there there's, it's a grief, right? It's a grief. Anytime we have anything in that we've invested ourselves in, like, and so I think for me, it was a grief for a period of time trying to really move through like what I'd lost, what I had, you know, and, and the fact that it really also created, I'm not going to say distance with our families because I think we have worked to really maintain connection with them despite us being in a different place with our views and beliefs, but it was, it was different. It was different for everyone to be like, okay, well, if y'all don't believe that anymore, what do we connect on? Like, what do we have in common? What do we have? Mm-hmm. Like this existential, almost like distress mm-hmm. of like, well, if, if you guys aren't choosing that path anymore, then what does that mean for our relationships or for our eternity? Or, you know, like, mm-hmm. I think there's been a lot of questions around that. And, and, to be quite honest, I can say like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what that means, but what I can tell you is I have, I have felt closer to quote unquote, God source, energy, universe, cosmic, whatever you want to call it. Like, I honestly believe it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. I felt closer to that and more in tune with that than I ever have in my entire life. I felt more at peace, not that it's always been easy or that I'm always calm and cool and collected because Lord knows like healing is not that journey, but I've felt more assured that Mm. I'm held and loved in the last few years than I have ever felt before. I think that's all that matters. I, I love that for you and I would love that for if I'm speaking to a, a Christian family member or anyone, you know, who's like, I feel so connected to Jesus right now. And it's incredible. And for me to not have that, I think I'm in a place where I can hear that and not be like, I roll, you know, because it's like, Oh, I love that for you. I don't have, I think I'm in a place now where I don't feel like I have to be right. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had to be right within Christianity. I felt like I had to be right as a atheist or agnostic or as just a me not defining myself, mm-hmm. you know, not shoehorning myself into a a label basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love that for you that you're, you, you, you just feel so spiritually connected and, and at peace. sounds like. I mean, most of the time, I mean, I'm still human. So there's still days where like doubt or fear or worry creep in. But I think being able to hold myself and know that I have this support that I can call on, that Mm -hmm. I can really connect with, gives me a lot of peace. And I'm not saying that. And and I, I think it's the same peace that if somebody said I'm really feeling connected to Jesus, I think it's the same peace. I mean, I personally do. They may disagree with that, but I think it's the same feeling of I'm held. Yeah. I think the, 
the best way for people with differing views, whether it be politically, religiously, spiritually, is to what you often say, like come at things from a place of curiosity, mm-hmm. you know, rather than condemnation or rather than trying to win someone over. If you're going into a conversation with someone, you're not going to connect with them if you're just trying to convince them that what they've believed their whole life is stupid or what we have chosen our path currently to be is is not the smartest. You're just going to offend someone. Mm-hmm. So if you approach situations like from that place of curiosity and just, okay, you're, you're feeling the most connected to Jesus right now ever. Like, why is that? What is, what is, what's going on with you? That's really, you know, and maybe it's your getting up early and reading your Bible or journaling more or prayer or, you know, just Mm -hmm. that, that sense of like, closeness and kinship with Jesus or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then like, you can ask me about how I'm feeling super connected to whatever the fuck Andrew believes in now, you know, like, and that's what we can hang our hats on. We don't have to believe the same thing to still be family or to still be connected. We can still connect as a family, even if we don't believe the same things. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I think just coming back to does it help, like, what helps us love each other better? Is it staying in this very, like, specific thought process and belief process? Is that, and, and maybe that is helping you love people better. But I get really honest with that question because when I did, I was like, ooh, like, hmm. Some of these things were actually keeping me from loving people Mm -hmm. and, and allow yourself to witness that in yourself, you know, and, and that there may be other things that are opening up to you to be integrated into your life. And and maybe you would miss it if you were so stuck in, I have to keep on this path. I have to do this, this, you know, it's like I have to follow this prescription (laughs) versus Mm -hmm. maybe there's some other things that want to come in and be witnessed by you in life. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and if this resonated with you, uh, we would love to just hear what you and your take is on true spirituality. Uh, Yeah. We found the topic to be fascinating. I didn't really know exactly where Kate, like what Katie was going to say. And I don't think she knew what I was going to say at all. So yeah, I think that we're, yeah, the DMS are open. I am not great. about My DMS are open and I will respond. (laughs) We love you, Andrew. He's not the most social media lover. (laughs) No, no, it's not good for my mental health. So I just stay away from it. But yeah, But when people send messages, I I really do try to respond to those. Yes. And if I get one and I'll share it with with me, (laughs) slip them on in there. Yeah. But we'd love to hear your reflections, your own spiritual story, whatever you want to share. Um, We'd love to connect with you. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Your story matters or no. God. What are we saying? (laughs) So...
Stay wild. Stay wild. <laughs> Cheers. Peace, you guys. We'll get back on it. <laughs> God damn it. If you are continuing to dig these episodes, you can write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed or following the show by hitting the plus symbol in the upper right-hand corner. If you want to connect with us, follow us on Instagram at Love Wild Collective. Thanks so much for listening. Your story matters.